The Mind Aware, 201. It's not a hell yes, it's a no. (laughs) Very good, yes. Don't be afraid to make the change. The world will go on. If you're not pissing people off, you're not doing it right. Practice mindful walking. Stay outside of your comfort zone, because that's where the magic happens. How many people we know who get to the top of the ladder, and as Stephen Covey beautifully said, find that it's leaning against the wrong wall? Pause and give this moment my full love and attention. Feedback does not ever tell you anything about yourself. It tells you about the person or the people giving the feedback. Am I being driven by my greed? Am I being driven by my pride or my ego? Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So we talk a lot about mindset on the show, and we talk about health. Well, I really wanted an episode where we bring both of those together. You know, many of us are dealing with parents who maybe are having some memory loss or maybe as we're getting older, maybe you're having some moments where have you ever heard that old joke like, oh, senior moment? Well, you know, as a brain trainer, we can't be out there saying things like, oh, senior moment and put that expectation out there and have things go our way. But let's talk about this in depth, like, What's the deal? How do you have a healthy brain? How do you keep your brain healthy year in, year out? Well, I have a really exciting guest today. I am here with Maureen Gary. She is the host of the Female Brain Summit. That's coming up in October, by the way, so it's right around the corner here. Can't wait to talk to her more about that summit, too. But welcome to the show, Maureen. I can't wait to dig in with you. Thank you, Dana. It's a pleasure to be here. So... Let's talk about this a little bit because people are dealing with this, whether it's with their their parents or loved ones or, you know, maybe even themselves where they're starting to notice like, hey, my brain's not what it used to be. But it's my understanding, like you have a, a big research background and you're saying that the research is showing where really early onset dementia and even midway through could be turned around. Is that right? Yes, the early stages of dementia and even all the way into the mid-level dementia has actually been shown to be able to be reversed. Mm. And this is brand new stuff. Wow. I mean, this is incredible. It's shaking the world of, of neurology because people used to say, oh, there's nothing you can do about it. They would say, oh, Alzheimer's. You know, diagnose and adios is the the term that they had nothing to give. Even these newfangled drugs, you know, the Aricept and all those, they weren't helping. And now this research is showing that there are many different factors you have to look at. But if you address all these things in the right way for the particular person, you can take them from this very scary place of losing their memory and, you know, it's a very fearful place for people, for their families, for the individual knowing they're losing their minds to be able to back out and to feel normal again, to remember people, to have clear thinking. It's just so exciting. Wow, that is exciting. And how exciting to be able to take your control back like that and take your power back. So what are some of the indicators, what are some of the things that you can do 
to make this regress? I don't know the exact terminology you'd use, but what is the terminology to make your brain healthier? Is that it? Yeah, but you know, they're saying reverse, reverse um, back up. out. Yeah, improve, improve your cognition is sort of a blanket overall term. And so um, what, what would be, give me an example. So one thing that people don't connect right now, but it's becoming more and more talked about is the control of your blood sugar. And people say, oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm not diabetic. Yeah, well, pre-diabetes, that's not really bad. It really is truly damaging your brain when you have this uncontrolled blood sugar. And there are starting to become very clear definitions and types of Alzheimer's, but one of them is very tightly controlled by blood sugar or correlated with blood sugar. So the more you can get on that really healthy diet and exercise program that keeps your blood sugar level and stable, the better health you're going to have in your brain. Wow, that is amazing. So when you're talking about blood sugar, are you talking about processed sugars or would this also apply to really heavily sugared fruits? Well, blood sugar is just referring to the glucose in your blood. So your body creates glucose out of your foods, out of your of your carbohydrates, even simple sugars, sure, but complex carbohydrates. And it's the fuel that your body runs on. So you'll turn proteins into sugars if you need to have energy. You don't prefer to get your energy from protein. You want to use that for building your cells, building uh, hormones and cell walls and things like that. But your blood sugar is basically the energy level that you're feeding out to your cells. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to get this huge excursion of blood sugar going really high and then your insulin gets all pumped up because you've got to deal with this. And that's what insulin is for, is to level your blood sugar. So if you give a really big feeding of sugar all at once, like you slurp down a big soda or you get a piece of cake and then, you know, it's like you get tons of sugar in your blood all at once. Your insulin goes really high and then it comes way back, your sugar comes way back down again because the insulin has done its job. That's mm-hmm. what it's there for, right? To, to take the sugar out of your blood. Um, but you, you start this roller coaster. You got this up and down and up and down and up and down. And that is damaging. And then what happens when you do that over time is that your body starts to become resistant to that signal of insulin. And then it can't even get the sugar out of your blood anymore. So oh, then you wow. have this chronically high sugar in your blood. So the real trick is to be able to feed your system more in a more stable manner. Right. And and that's why people always say, oh, stay, stay away from the refined processed carbs and sugars because those are such a direct injection of sugar into your blood that, you know, that's what is damaging. I totally get it. That makes total sense. Thank you for explaining it in such an easy-to-understand way, too. So really, it's about moderation and it's about not taking in those sugars that are going to spike your blood sugar. So very interesting. What else? What are some other ways that people are reversing dementia? So this really fascinating compound that's made in your brain when you exercise has been found to be actually builds your brain back up. And it's called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF for short. What happens is when you exercise, it stimulates this growth factor. It's a growth factor, but it's a brain-derived growth factor, and it goes directly to your neurons. So when you say if you go out for a little exercise episode, you don't have to run or anything very intense because I know a lot of people say, oh, it hurts too much. But you can go out even for a brisk walk, and that will increase your BDNF, and that directly 
feeds your neurons. It's called the miracle grow. That's what John Rady of Harvard calls it, the miracle grown for the brain. Yeah, so it, it grows your hippocampus, which is your main memory center. Yes, very important part. It's all, The hippocampus works so closely with the reticular activating system, too, which our brain trainers will be interested in knowing. So that is really interesting because this is brand new, right? What you're talking about here that they're figuring out the link between exercise and dementia. Yeah, you know, in fact, John Rady, I mentioned him because he came out with a book, Spark, and I can't remember what year that was. It must have been close to 10 years ago by now. So he was a real pioneer in that. And that's been oozing out slowly over time, but it hasn't really caught on. You know, you, you ask a lot of trainers and they say, BDNF, I've never heard of that, you know. Wow. It's more in the realm of the researchers. So that's what I'm trying to do is to get all this researchy stuff out to the general population and diffuse it out to the people at the, you know, the level where we need to do it right now for ourselves. We can't mm-hmm. wait for academia to write more books and then it finally comes to whoever, you know, and trickles down it. in 20 years and it's too late. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Exactly. You need somebody to be the interface for that between the academia and the real world. So what else? Anything else that comes to mind? Sure. You know what I love is sleep. (laughs) My favorite hobby. I know my favorite hobby. Yeah, that's a good one, good way to put it. But sleep is super, super important. And the reason why people can visualize this is that there is now what is uh, discovered recently is the glymphatic system which we've heard of the lymphatic system, right? It's sort of the flushing of all our cells in our body that takes a lot of the waste products out of our bodies. Well, the glymphatic system is in the brain, and it's a flushing mechanism as well. But what happens is when you turn off your active cognition and trying to think all the time, then it comes in, your cells in your brain actually shrink down at night when you're asleep, and this glymphatic system flushes the debris of all the metabolic processes of the day away. Shut so you're the actually front door. Oh my ah! god, that's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I know. Yeah, and it, this is new. This is new, right? Wow. That's yeah. incredible. So it's really like you're giving your brain a bath at night. Yes. And you're So it's important, right? Yeah, it's very important. You know, I'll tell you what's interesting about this for me, Maureen, is that the things you just mentioned are the things that would be good for a good life anyway, you know, so don't eat too much sugar, so eat well, exercise, get sleep. But what I hear you saying that really is making me so excited and why it feels so revolutionary to me is that we can take control of our lives. We can take charge of every aspect of our health, even our brains. Like there's been such a history of us saying, oh, well, you know, too bad for you, you're you're unhealthy or you have dementia or something's wrong with you or you have heart disease or you have whatever the ailment is, almost like we're such victims, like these things just jump out from behind trees and get us, oh, too bad for you, you got that, like getting mugged or something. And what you're doing is you're giving us all hope to say even the most scary, scary of ailments is within our control. Yes. And honestly, that is what um, motivated me to even look into this is because my mom has dementia. It's serious advanced Alzheimer's at this point. 
and my mom's mom died from Alzheimer's. So I saw that in my family tree, and I heard the common thing that you, you know, there's nothing you could do about it. And I just thought, you know, I do not accept that. I am going to try to find out what I can do about it. And when I started looking into it, I am so encouraged. Yeah, it's I'm exciting. really encouraged. Yeah, it is. This is just really exciting stuff. Very good. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Maureen Gary. She is the host of the Female Brain Summit. It's coming up here in October. And actually, you can head right over to femalebrainsummit.com and check it out. It's going to be here coming up anytime. I'm actually going to be on it, which is just an honor and going to be fun. So I do hope you check out Maureen. Interesting stuff. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Maureen if there's any benefit to brain games, you know, these kind of puzzles and things that we do. Let's find out if that's an added piece and hear more about the Female Brain Summit, too. I'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu. The letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Maureen Gary. She is the host of the Female Brain Summit. Go check it out over at femalebrainsummit.com because if you're listening to this live or shortly after live, it's going to be on in October of 2016. And and even if you're hearing this after the fact, head over there and get on Maureen's email list because, as you can see, we're really learning a lot of cool, interesting, cutting-edge stuff. And she's got this big researcher background so she can take some of these complicated ideas and really explain them in a way that so we can use them. We can actually use them. Before the break, what we were talking about is that dementia is now found, brand new, breaking news, that it can be reversible. If you catch it in the early stages and even the mid stages, it can be reversible. And things like making sure you don't spike your blood sugar, making sure that you're doing some kind of exercise, making sure that you're getting enough sleep. These are all important things, not just for our health, but for our brains. And so let me ask you, Maureen, how about, you know, you get all these brain games, like what's your brain age and you take all these puzzles. How is that for real? How important is that? Well, so brain games have a place in keeping your uh, mental sharpness. They are one piece of the puzzle. So what you're trying to do with that is to keep your connections moving in different directions, right? You, you don't want old paths to die away. You want to keep a lot of connections in different parts of your brain. So you want to get a challenge there. You want to get a challenge, say, in crossword puzzles. You want to get a challenge maybe in learning a new language. You know what a great challenge is and has been shown in studies is partner dancing. Oh. And do you know why? The partner dance 
demands, number one, you're exercising, right? So we already know that's good for you. But the partner dance demands you pay attention to your partner and what that partner is doing. Like that's a, that's a variable. It's not set in stone. You don't know quite what's coming next. You're always thinking on your feet, literally. Nice. Yeah, and so you have, you know, say you're for me a woman man dancing with a man, he's going to lead, but I don't really know what he's doing next. I have to pay attention and respond, and that's the thing. You have to get it and respond to it. Get it and respond to it. It's building flexibility. Nice. So all different ways that you can keep challenging yourself. When something is easy, go up a level, you know, just yeah. that continual challenge yeah and creating those new neural pathways you know it's like taking a different way to the grocery store things like that all those things that switch it up a little anything else that comes to mind that's prominent in these discoveries that they're finding yes well you know i have a an expert on who has done the one who has done this study he says there are Oh, he had 35 at last count, different ways, different, he measures them, measures in labs, measures with performance that you have done, you know, uh, brain performance tests, and there are multiple ways, dozens of ways where you can plug the holes, he calls it leaky roof, and you plug the holes in the roof to keep the rain out, because depending on your particular physiology and your particular way that you've been exposed to something that's not good for you, there will be a personalized plan. One thing, there could be infection underlying. You know, people have toxicities. They maybe got mercury they need to have addressed. They maybe have a chronic sinus infection with a resistant microorganism that needs to be addressed. They could have diabetes uncontrolled that needs to be addressed. Other things are, you know, this is something that would probably resonate well with your group is the connection, the social connection. Because when you have social isolation, it's the same as smoking for your health. Yeah. Holy cow. That's unbelievable. Social interaction is that important. It makes sense. I can see that, especially when talking about these types of things like uh, dementia, keeping a healthy brain. Wow. How interesting. Gosh, I can imagine 35 ways. There's so many more. So I really hope people tune in to the summit. I have to, before we say goodbye, ask about mindset and kind of get your two cents on mindset and the role that you think it plays. Well, in this or in in life, you know, tell me a little bit more about your feelings on that. I have tremendously strong feelings on that. Excuse me. My own journey came from a place of great challenge and I made a decision. I just made a decision. I'm changing my mindset. I'm changing the way that I deal with these problems. I'm going to go out and create positive experiences. I'm going to create positive mindset around this. I'm going to use tools like you use with the mantras and, you know, those kinds of things. And I tell you, my life has gotten so much easier because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's the way, isn't it? It does get easier. I'm thinking yeah. too that when you're, when you have a positive expectation and a positive mindset, what happens is now things come on your radar like your program so that you start getting more resourceful and finding the solutions you need when you've got issues coming up. Mm-hmm. And you know, and even putting the summit together, I go for these big names. I just think, what the heck? Why not? And they're wonderful. They come in, they say, that's a great idea. I'd love to be on your summit. It's so easy, you know, 
You just ask. (laughs) I totally. Isn't that? Oh my gosh, that's such a good, good for you, Maureen. I love that. Thank you. That's just fantastic. Very good. Do you have any parting shot for our listeners today? Well, all I can say is, you know, there is so much hope. I want to encourage women not, because it's really scary. It is truly scary, especially if you have the genetics. You know, you say, oh, no, I have that test, the APOE4. I have that genetic, and people get very depressed. But even with that, there is so much you can do to just keep yourself healthy. There's no reason to be scared, depressed, any of those negative feelings, because when you look into all this, we really do have control. So I just want to encourage people to to know that and to keep their eyes open and to keep learning because, you know, we can stay sharp till the very, very end. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. That was Maureen Gary. Thank you for being here. Remember, you can check her out at Female Brain Summit, femalebrainsummit.com. That's coming up in October, so hopefully you can get on that. I mean, think about all these experts that she's big names big people we're going to be able to hear about the latest information about how to keep your brain healthy and sharp that's what we want that's the way to do it and you know what it's really interesting isn't it that all of these things these are things that we all kind of know we should quote unquote should be doing anyway so let's quit shooting on ourselves and instead let's just start taking control feeling good being positive and saying you know what I am going to get a good amount of sleep. I am going to go out there and do that light exercise, and I'm going to watch my sugar intake. I'm going to do all of those different things, make sure I've got those positive social connections, and I'm out there feeling good about my life. Do those things that are challenging to you. I mean, how fun that the things most of us want to do, like learning languages and being able to improve ourselves and improve our brain, are things that are good for us anyway. And you know what? Everything she said, you can start doing it today. You can start right now. Take those baby steps, and we will see you next time on The Mind Aware. We have a vast non-conscious capacity. So it's very important to begin to have a conscious awareness. And really, that's the state where learning happens. We know that no human decision gets made without an emotion. 